Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. This is Jace. Our sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market, the CCA Star Tournament, Mainstream Marketing, and Boyd's One Stop. All right, Galveston weather down on the island this morning. It's 85 down on the island. Feels like it's over 100. But uh, today they're calling for partly cloudy skies. Near record high temperatures, high of 91. South winds 10 to 20. Tonight, a clear sky, low of 83. South winds 10 to 20. And then for tomorrow, mostly sunny. Near record highs again, high around 90. Winds south at 10 to 20. Can we just get a little change? Anything. Anyway, tides for today. These are Galveston Channel tide predictions, and we're still on two of them. We have a high at 5.28 a.m. this morning. That's a 1.6 coming off a negative 0.3 last night. And then a low tonight at 8.51 p.m., a negative 0.3. 6.46 a.m. is sunrise. 8.02 p.m. is sunset. Our moon phase, 18%. Headed towards our next new moon, zero visibility. All right, looking at um, conditions right now, it's a... Uh, Steady 15 miles an hour out of the south at the North Jetty. Eagle Point, it's 15. Exactly the same down at uh, San Luis Pass. It is 12. And up at Morgan's Point, it is 12 out of the south. That's just a steady wind, no gust. I'm sure gusts are a little bit higher, but uh, definitely a little. The wind's down a little more this morning than it was the last couple of mornings. So it's kind of where we stand. But southerly flow and uh, no relief in sight. I'll be sure to uh, let you know when that's coming. Don't ask me. I don't know when. Anyway. All right. Well, let's get to uh, our call lines and let's uh, head to Sabine Lake and let's check in with Captain Bill Watkins this morning and see what we can strike up for a conversation this morning. Bill, good morning. How are you, man? Hey, doing all right, buddy. No well, problems. <clears throat> well, actually, that, actually, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> No well, uh, 
it seems like nobody wants to go fishing right now, and that's that's kind of perplexing to me. But it's always that way this time well, of year. Well, it's back to school, and the weather's kind of hot, you know. And mm-hmm. you know, there's kinda a lot of hot. variables in there. A lot of reasons. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I think uh, there's there's plenty of fish to be caught over here, anyway. I don't know. I've heard that Galveston Bay is that west southwest wind is stretching down, making four foot waves everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, open water yeah. fishing around here has kind of been out the window here lately, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, everybody, uh, everybody's just getting tired of the same old, same old. You know, it's just. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just I you think know, you're right. Terrible summer, you know. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Right. And once it got into that Southwest syndrome, it just stuck. It, it seemed like it's been that way for a long time. But then with that comes this terrible heat. Um, but the fish are there. And they'll bite. So well, they're being it's just a matter of... Mother Nature's protecting matter. her resource. I think she must be. Uh, well, I've never seen a year yet that I didn't have a, a dead period, dead period in August. And I think it's partially the heat, partially back to school and, you know, other variables like that. Yeah. End of vacations, whatever. But usually I'll wind up sitting on the bank for a week and a half. Yeah. Phone <laughs> I mean, doesn't ring much, you know, it's just the winding down of summer. You know, yeah, and uh, a lot of people are focusing on, you know, other things coming up. You know, dove season opening and teal season. You know, trying to get in a hunting mode, but boy, it's hard to it's hard to get in a hunting mood with uh, hundred degree temperatures every day. It you know sure is. That that's Goodness. impossible. Uh, I do not want to crank out any of my rifles or shotguns or anything right now. I talked to one of my customers the other day. He's an avid shooter. He's a sporting plays guy. Right. And uh, he just, uh, he shoots every day. <laughs> it don't matter how hot. Right. He said, well, they don't even open the field house till 10 o'clock. So he just, you know, he's just going out there shooting. And he said, well, we've got a shed over most of the stations. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's tougher than I am. That's well, you know, know. And, and being in the shade like that, it's like being in air conditioning. After you've been out in the sun for about an hour and you get up under that shade, it feels very welcoming. Yeah, long as the long as the breeze is blowing. But we're pretty much used to it right now. It's just uh, for how long is this going to last? Everybody's looking forward to cooler weather. That that's living here. It's been this way my whole life. Every summer's been always. Hot. I don't remember Every- any cool summers. <laughs> No, there were no cool summers. It is what it is. <laughs> and uh, you know, you could uh you could have something tropical going on and that's that is not advised. So I'll Yeah, just, we don't uh, want any of that. And they kinda came out with a new forecast for the hurricane season. They revised the original one and said it was gonna be above average now. Well it better hurry because yeah. uh we're midway into August and 
there's going to be a bunch of them between now and October if they're we're going to get as many named storms as they're talking about. So, yeah, hope everybody's prepared. Absolutely. Well, that's uh, that's something I don't want to see happen, and I don't care if my grass dies. Uh, it's pretty well brown out there in the yard everywhere, but I don't care. Uh, no, it'll come it, back. It, that's less mowing for me. And it will come back when it rains. Yeah, on. it will. Every time. <laughs> We're not in any, any danger of being turned into the dust bowl around here. No. I mean, every, every little bit of rain gets right there and that grass comes back. So my mower's out there being real quiet and nothing's happening. And I'm, I'm okay with that. But uh, there are fish. There are fish to be had. Sure. Uh, a, friend of, a friend of mine went, uh, let's see, I think that was Wednesday, and caught a real nice mess of trout. Uh, caught 18. There was three of them fishing. They caught 18 trout, and I think most of them were running 15 to 16, 18s. And uh, deep water, of course. They were running Sounds out like shrimp counts. Foot. Fifteen, eighteen. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> but uh, you know, the fall fishing's right around the corner. I'm already catching some fish under the birds, um, and some pretty good trout out there. Uh, now, the last couple of days, that wind's been really honking, so yeah, not too sure they would have been up, but uh, they were, and. Uh, the shrimp, they're chasing shrimp. Naturally. Ladyfish are after them. Gaff top are after them. Plenty of big, ugly, big, ugly, gray skin fish. Yeah. They're out there. Oh, they're out there in force. But uh, that's, uh, and there's a few reds. Reds up the river. Mm-hmm. Boy, they're out there. If you go up the Nature's or the Sabine and fish shorelines, you know, around the industry and stuff like that, you'll find those redfish. Probably catch some bass, too. Uh, Probably. But, boy, the rivers are salty. Oh, Harley. Oh, yes. Nature's. You know, we've got a saltwater barrier on the Nature's. About uh, two miles above the high 10, Mm -hmm. maybe three. And they close that thing off, and boy, that saltwater wedge pushes right up to it, and you might catch a gaff top or a redfish right up against that structure. Right. So it's, uh, and that's several miles from Sabine Lake, quite a ways. And the river's real dark and clear. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's on. There's, and there's lots and lots of small trout in the Nature's River. Lots of them. Yeah, nursery fish. That's right. And people are telling me that uh, they're catching them. I did when I went up there and scouted around. I caught a bunch of them. My son and I probably caught 35 that morning by 10 o'clock. Yeah. And, uh, but not one keeper in the bunch. You got action, but, you know, nothing you can keep. 
maybe that'll all turn around for next year. You know, in certain areas up my way, you know, with this, uh, the salinity's real high now compared to what we've seen in years past with all the fresh water. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, in these hot water temperatures, that water's starting to get that, that old green-looking algae stagnant look, you know. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, it's just a matter of days. I keep waiting on these big shad kills to come, you know, with the low oxygen content and all that, but I'm not seeing it yet. Well, our water over here is so tannic, it's dark brown, clear like coffee. And, uh, and of course, down there in the ship channel, it's green. It's green all the way around uh, Pleasure Island, yeah. all the way up to the top. The way that's laid out, that's on the, that's on the, uh, the south, west side. Yeah. And... That's the, the direction wind's coming from predominantly. So it's not stirring that up. And uh, that's pretty ingrained. You see down three or four feet. Yeah, All the way up there, and there's water. sharks. Sharks in there. And <laughs> the way Sabine Lake's laid out, it's kind of perfect for what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, now the lake, they tell me the last couple of days, then the lake's turned into a mud hole. But the ship channel is still clear. Yeah. So it's all good. You know, you just have to you have to adjust where you launch to catch fish right now. Well, that, if that wind slacks off, we'll be in good shape. Yeah, the salinity's so good, it, it'll clean right back up. But uh, it can oh, only boy. take so much wind with the, you know, with the water temperatures being high anyway, and then all that wind, it, it rolls it up pretty bad. All you know, all your open stuff. Yeah. The tide exchanges, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it's ready to go, you know, when the wind drops. And the wind is down a little more this morning than it has been then. You know, it's been pretty Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty a Pretty breezy in the middle of the night when I get up. Going, goodness, I got a name on this thing? It's cranking. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I, I woke so, up the day before yesterday, and I got up early, and then that wind was already stretching the grass. I thought, wow, I sure am proud I'm not going out there this morning. I'm with you. <laughs> Let me knock this break out, me. Bill. I'll uh, sure, come right ahead. back to you, man. Hang with me, buddy. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to talk about the Belleville Meat Market this week. They're double featuring their pepper, bacon, pecan smoked sausage, and their Texas blend, smoked sausage. That's an all-natural smoked sausage inspired by their original garlic recipe. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available there in their store in the meat market. And uh, on special, seasoned chicken leg quarters for just $1.29 a pound. And they're now now serving homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section. Hot dogs are available in original and cheddar in their custom processing. On pigs and calves, they do that all year long. And uh, you can order a half calf or a hind quarter. You can have it processed any way you like. And their wild game processing they make Vinny dogs and hog dogs, homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. That way you can bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long. The Belleville is celebrating 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 417 here in the Bayou City. All right, Bill, we are back, my friend. All right, buddy. Well, well I'm back with you. Right, good. Well, I am starting to think hunting, but it's way premature. <laughs> yeah, it is. I know a lot of the guys that have deer leases are trying to get their stands set up and everything right now. Uh, this deer lease road right here to the north of my house. I, I'm seeing a few of the guys coming in and out. And <clears throat> boy, they must be dying out there. Yeah. And, you know, it's a hundred plus every day. And they got, <laughs> funniest thing, they've had log trucks in their lease for two months. And you talk about the dust bowl, those big trucks coming in and out. Oh, I and I've, I promise you, there's not there's not a tree left standing. I hadn't walked out there and looked at it, but there's there's not a tree left standing. They're able to haul off a low land, high land, anywhere they want to right now, <coughs> and they are cutting trees. I bet you they've hauled a hundred loads out there. Man, <coughs> and I remember when they planted that. I mean it. Since I built this home, they they planted those trees, and now they're cutting them down. It'll be stripped clean, and all the deer will be over to the edges, wherever they have to hide. <laughs> I feel sorry for them, but uh, hey, I lived through that for years. Every oh, time yeah. we'd get comfortable with the deer herd, they'd come in and cut everything down and move them around. You just have to readjust. Well, there towards the end, the, the floods kept messing everything up, too. That, too. Oh, man. 
And, uh, and you know, the, you the last hurricane. Bon Bonware somewhere? Bon Bonware. Uh, yeah, Bonware. Bon about 10 miles below Bonware, we had, uh, had 5,000 acres. Man. At, at one point, we had uh, 11,000. And, of course, I couldn't hunt all of that. That's just way no, much. That's a, that's a lot. But the price the price of deer leases now oh, up here in these piney woods is totally ridiculous. And uh I don't know <laughs> I, I wouldn't let myself afford that even if I could afford it. I right. mean you, you go take fourteen hundred dollars and go buy you uh a tenderloin roll at Sam's and you'd be way out ahead. <laughs> well I miss I miss my squirrel hunting, my hog hunting. Um I'm killing deer. I mean I I go get me a private ranch doe hunt and satisfy that urge. Yeah, for your me. meat purposes, of course. You know, it's uh it's it's more uh well it's more feasible. I mean the price that you have to pay to get on a lease and then you don't know what kind of people you're with, you know, and, you know, unless you're fortunate enough to get a group of everybody knows each other and, you know, yeah, the, proper that's management, and, but it takes time. But that that's, you know, the price of the lease, that's really the minimal cost because when you start feeding them and then you set up blinds and feeders and everything, I, that's big money for a few oh, days of the season that you're able to go and do it. It's that, to me better deal call somebody you know and get you a package hunt and just make you a, a one-week excursion out of it and uh, pay them for all the work oh, they do, you know. Much better. Way better. It's, uh, I was spending in 20, uh, 2019 when I quit that lease. That was late in that year I quit. They, uh, I was spending $3,000 uh, every year. And now you figure that's probably up to about four or more because yeah. corn is up $13. Right. 50 pounds. That's just the whole yeah, thing. The price of protein. Just, you know, add that up. How many pounds of protein oh, you feed? Oh, here? Yeah, yeah, if you feed protein, that's, oh, oh wow. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it, well, I, I talked to a friend of mine who owns a private ranch. Uh, years years ago, it's been ten years ago. He said it's going to get to where you're going to your private ranch hunts is going to be the only way to go. And doggone it, it's already there. Yeah, I think it's pretty much there in my books. From what I see. Oh yeah. Yep. <clears throat> it seems you get sticker shock when they tell you how much it costs. But basically, that's going to be cheaper than what you'd spend uh, doing it yourself. Exactly. I, mean, I just I loved having a place I could go and go to the sandbar to the river and take the kids swimming and all that good stuff. And right, you know, for the longest many years we had it just like we wanted it, and uh, you know. But you you always wind up with a bunch of people that you don't like, mm -hmm. greedy, and oh yeah, you know take advantage of everybody. Just 
and this younger generation. I wonder about them sometimes. Boy, don't <laughs> we all. I'm with you on that one. But uh, hunting's Who coming. Can you trust? Teal, season, teal season's coming up right away. It already got me a, a teal hunt schedule. Shoot ya. Rice rockets. They're coming. Rice rockets. They're on the way right now. I'm sure there's already some here. I'll tell you what I wished I had me, though, was a a, a good nearby dove hunting place. Yeah. I would enjoy that. Boy, numbers are up big on doves this year, according to TPNW, all their counts. I don't know how they yeah, I read that. those counts, but uh, 42% statewide on uh, morning doves and 27%, I believe, on white wings. That's just incredible. And there was a lot of birds last year. <laughs> yeah, for those that had them. Yeah. It, uh, well, down at Blaine's, I mean, he, he had them last year. I mean, guys would, you know, you get a hot evening, and they say, well, I'm not going to go sit in the deer stand. I'll just uh, run out there. Those guys were back at the at the house in 30 minutes with full limits, you know, birds. <laughs> Sound Quail like, or dove? Uh, dove. Yeah, I'm just talking oh, about wow. dove right now. I didn't, I didn't even mention the quail factor. Quail was good last year. I'm sure it'll be the same this year. Its uh, numbers were really up down that way in deep South Texas, pretty big time. <laughs> well, they've got they've got what it takes down there, and I think they had a little rain this year. Maybe they uh, had all of it at the right, right time. Now. They could sure use some now. I mean, well, the whole state's parched, but. Uh, they had they had rain through the early and mid spring and then early summer, you know, before all this set in, and uh, it came at the right time. Really did. Well, that's good. I still say I'm gonna go down there and hunt with him one day. Blaine's on his I'm way to the like ranch again this morning. He's uh, been take, taking 12,000-pound grain trailers down there. It's his third trip this week. He's been working his butt off. He'll, he'll do all that turnaround in one day. You know, that's a 700-and-something miles round trip, and then come back oh, and run wow. a fishing trip the next day and get another trailer load and head back down there. But he said he just texted me. He said he saw a flock of teal flying down the ship channel yesterday morning when he was fishing. So, Fantastic. They're already Yeah, I'm getting reports they're already here. Yeah. There's some quick birds. They're the last to leave and the first to get back. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they're doing it 90 miles an hour the whole time. Yeah, when it comes to uh, eating uh, wild duck, teal is my favorite. They're right up there with the wood duck. Yes. They're, I mean, that is, that's two good birds right there. That's it. What's the limit going to be on teal this year? Probably be six. You know, just like always is, six birds. If you can hit them. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a 30, 40-mile-an-hour wind you're contending with with that steel shot. It's amazing to me how they all fly in as a flock, and they all right. seem to land at the same time. I mean, they come in low and fast and hot and then sweep around and land. I mean... <laughs> They're still coasting when they hit the water. But those are amazing birds. Well, you get, you really get a couple of weeks of dove season before teal season. That sharpens your skills on hitting those fast flying little boogers and uh, smaller target. 
and decoy yeah. and teal, that's uh, doesn't get much better than that. No, I I do love bird hunting. I stayed out of it way too long. Well, it's like going fishing. You you know you want to get a lot of bites, a lot of action, and that's what uh, bird hunting's about. Is the action. Yeah. Yep, I just wished I had my hog hunting and squirrel hunting to throw in there. I've got everything else. I mean, I do a pay-as-you-go now. And yeah, that's a way to do it. it. It works out. Actually, my hunting budget is way less than it used to be. Well, yeah, and you get uh, you, you have more time, you know, when, when you're on your own place like that. And, uh, you know, I watch what I've been, I've been watching for 35 years what Blaine goes through and I don't. I don't know anybody. All out of all my friends, that works as hard as that guy, and uh, it just it, it's a year-round job. You know, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna have a good place and take care of your game and and go through all the motions to sustain a a deer herd like he does. You know, he's he's uh, open range, all low fence, and uh, you're gonna get in a corn war with that guy. You better. <laughs> you, you better be prepared, man. You know, yeah. I mean, he's, he feeds his deer all different kinds of grains and everything. And it, uh, him and his crew, they do a fine job of taking care of their ranches and, and their people when they get down there. It's it's so much fun. You don't even have to kill deer to go down there and have a good time. There's been a I lot mean, of years I, bet, I never uh, pulled a trigger down there. I think I went in a nine-year stretch without even pulling the trigger one time. No kidding. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Still had fun. It's a getaway. It's 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 a vacation. It's a lot of fun. Just uh how many ranches does he have? Man, he's he's a couple of shorter than he always was, which he, he just had too much and still he's he's got you just can't overhunt what he has now. I'd be lying if I told you how many acres, but I know of four ranches that he's taken care of year-round. Wow. You know, keeping them mowed, that's the big deal is keeping them mowed and all the trimming on the senderas, making sure there's clear shooting lanes from all the stands and and maintenance on the stands and the feeders. and It's, it's a never-ending job. He must but, have a pretty good crew. Oh, yeah. All the guys, you know, his brother Craig's been with him forever down there. He's kind of like the handyman and you need anything fixed and Craig's on it and uh, keeping the blinds right and good chairs in them, non, non-squeaking, noisy chairs and all the. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a never-ending job. Stand, stands and feeders will just keep you busy constantly. Sure. Yeah. They all need to be worked on. All, I mean, you almost have to have a maintenance schedule on something that big. It, at one point, I had four stands right. on my place, and it was overwhelming. And I, I would think about people that had to maintain 15 or 20, and it's like, oh, wow. How do you ever get a day off in the mowing and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. But Blaine texts me, he has 11,000 acres. That with six different pieces of property and all that's just minutes from the lodge. That's uh, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, 
that's, that's <laughs> 11,000 acres is big, yeah. I can tell you. And they know it like the back of their hand, every nook and cranny and mott and cindera. I mean, they, they got it down. Oh, well. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go. I, I've got to go see that place. I yeah, just uh, really like to do that. It's definitely in the the deep heart of South Texas. It's in the wild. It's about as close to yeah. Africa as you can get. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm You're sure. You're out there. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, Bill, if somebody wants to call you about coming over to Sabine and fishing with you, we we'll get this old weather turned around and. Uh, People get some interest again. Well, how do they get a hold of you? 409-673-9211. Or fishsabinelake.com. Yes, sir. We've got, i got fish to catch right now. I just need All to right. go out there and get them. All right. Well, I'll get with you. Maybe we can get together and make a hunt down at Blaine's together. That'd be so cool. Oh, that would. Yes, sir. Yeah, you'd like it, man. All right, bud. Well, Bill, you have a good weekend. I'll talk to you next week, man. Stay cool. You got it. All right, buddy. (laughs) Later. All right, that's Captain Bill Watkins over at Sabine Lake. Well, I need to take a moment to talk about the CCA Texas Star Tournament. It's their 34th annual, and it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. That's running all summer long. It started Memorial Day weekend. It's going to run through Labor Day and. uh you can sign up today, take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. They have 120 tagged redfish swimming around in inshore Texas waters with other species to fish for, like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. And you can offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the Star Tournament's brought to you by great sponsors like Whataburger, Showwater Boats, Mustang Cat, Dargo Boats, Haney Boats, Chris's Marine, and McLean Trailers, to name a few. Go to startournament.org, call 713-626-4222, and get signed up today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 435 here in the Bayou City on this Saturday morning. All right, let's run up to 
Conroe and check in with on our good friend, the fish dude, old Richard Tosh, see what he's up to this morning. Richard, good morning. How are you, buddy? You know I'm good, Mickey. How about yourself? Oh, I can't complain. How's that good recovery deal. working for you? I know it's only been uh, a few days, but. I know. It's, it's doing all right. I mean, every day is better than it was the, next, the one before, so it's not too bad. It's just. I'm so, dang, I'm so dang impatient, though. I'm, I'm ready to get out there and get back on the water. You better do what the doctor told you. <laughs> I, know it, I know it. There ain't no doubt. Get a whooping. <laughs> there ain't no doubt there ain't no doubt about that but i tell you what it's it's just hard sitting around i can't do it it's just that's yeah. one of the things that i get i ain't got no choice though so that's what's so bad but that's all right i'll get back out there when i do them fish better look out because i'm gonna wear them out <laughs> there ain't no doubt i'm ready for it too so it's just dang hot out there right now. I'm really not missing it too much. So nah, you picked a good time, man. It uh, no, when you get back on it, maybe we'll actually be getting some little cool fronts in here and make things nice. I know. I just hope the lakes don't get down too dang low, you know, with with what's going on, you know, the way the you know, the water's down like I was saying Thursday, it's about a foot and a quarter down on the lake right now, but but it's gonna keep going more and more. Without any rain, it's just going to keep on dropping. So it's one of them things. And I'm still trying to keep up with everything anyway. So right. it's, I, I've been talking to these guys. They got, like today, they got uh, Conroe Bass has got a weekend series deal going on today. So there's trying to keep up with the bass fishing anyway. See how, how everything's working on it. And, you know, they're still catching some pretty good ones on, on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. So. Is it, you know, not the big ones like they do in the spring, but, you know, right. they're catching some sevens and, and stuff like that. So they're not, well, pretty not good doing fish, too bad. Man. Yeah, no, they're not bad, bad for all. summertime fish. Hadn't no. seen any tens yet, but, but those sevens aren't bad. So it's, but other than that, it's, you know, it's, I'd like to see, like see them more consistent, but you'll get one about seven and a half, and then all of a sudden they'll drop off to where it's, you know, the winning fish will be a seven and a half, the next one will be a five or something like that. So, it's, but normally you get, you know, five, sixes, sevens, and then you get three of them or so. You know, for for the tournament stuff, and it's you know it comes up to be some pretty good weight when you do that. Mm-hmm. Like today they got they got that. Uh, they'll probably have I'm going to guess probably around 40 boats that, that'll be in there today, and and they'll have a, a three fish weigh in. And by the end of the day, it should be, you know, I'm figuring it's going to take about 19 pounds to win with three fish. So, and that's, that'd be a good, good deal. You know, it's a, I, I just want, I'm ready to see what it come, turns out to be anyways. Right. That's just, you know, it's just me, you know, just too dang addicted to it. I can't keep my eyes off of it. Even if I'm not out there, I'm going to be prying into everybody else's business to see well, what's going on. Hey man, fishing is life for a lot of us. It is. I mean, it really it's, is. Uh, you know, it's been over 40 years of my life that I've been devoted to it. And, <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, the thing is, you can't it's get an away from it, man. No matter no, how hard you try, kind of throw it on yeah. the back burner and say, I'm going to focus on something else. No, nah, you can't that ain't happening. Nah. No, I mean, it's, it's like I tell people all the time, it's a, it's an addiction for me. It's not, it's not something that I just do. It's not, it's something that I'm absolutely addicted to. So, I mean, there's just no way I can get away from it. That and hunting, 
You know, now the hunting season's rolling around here pretty quick, so we've got dove season fixing to kick it in here in the next few weeks. So, yeah, that's one thing I have been noticing. Doves, they're getting a little thicker, and I was, I was, watching, I was reading something the other day where they were talking about the, the white wing and the morning dove populations are up a little bit. So, yes. that's that's a good thing. You know, help, help everybody out on that, that part of it. Now, the white wing hunting, I don't do much of it, but when I do, it's a blast. You know, last time I did some white wing hunting, I was down in Hondo. Actually, it was a little, I don't even remember where it was. Somewhere around Hondo, there was a, mm-hmm. a golf course that we got on. And it's, they were, they were, uh, you could get on whichever hole you wanted. And we were limited out by, I think about, it took us about an hour and a half to limit out on a golf course. So we set up on the, on the tee box at the number one hole. So that wasn't too bad at all. You get out there and, and sit there and, and wait on the guys and say, oh, they ain't going to come through till four o'clock. So you sit there at three thirty, and so, well, just bring me, go and get the, that golf cart, that, that beer cart ready. Bring it on <laughs> out beer here. Cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that rascal on out here and, and that's that's that was the first time and the last time I've ever hunted on a golf course like that. But it was it was fun though, because sure enough, four o'clock here they came, and I mean when they came in, it's just if you could shoot good enough, you'd be limited out pretty quick. If you like me though, you take you a little bit extra. I don't know what it is about shooting a shotgun anymore, but when I was when I was young, I could hit nine out of ten. Now it's like miss nine out of ten. So, but it's that's all right. It's good good practice. Get out there and sling some lead at them anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. And then then the duck hunting man. I hadn't duck hunted in so dang long. It's unreal. I think 2010 when I got that flesh eating bacteria. That's last time I'd I'd really done any good duck hunting anyway. You know, I'd, I'd been out there and I'd, I'd uh, you know I've hunted from the bank down there off that. Of that big pond there on the north side of I-10, hunted it years ago, right after I got that stuff. But you know, a lot of people see that big pond out there, and and there's some birds flying on that thing every once in a while. Some good geese too, because got got one of one of my son-in-law's sister and brother-in-law. They they hunt that thing all the time. So and plus they're rice farmers, so it's a good good place to go down there and get get on some geese if you if you get the opportunity anyway so as uh i think what is their rustling outfitters i think that's their deal down there so there's a couple of the, the rustling things i can't remember tom's got one of them and, and then that uh oh good night so what i can't remember if it's wrestling outfitters or wrestling something or other, yeah. they got two different things. You you know the ones I'm talking about. They got they lease all the different lands throughout, and it's wrestling something or other. Dang it! Like, and uh, they oh, they the have. Oh, I used to talk to here on the show. Yeah, they go yeah, to Garwood. I talked to yeah, them. I talked to him on Saturdays. Yeah, I hadn't heard from him in a while. Yeah, they they uh, you know they they used to do all kinds of stuff all over the place. You know, to have different different land leases here and there that that you could get on and and go with them and they and they do they do good too you know it's like a buddy of mine well uh he he used to hunt over in garwood and nato and all in there and uh get out get out in them cornfields and everything over there and find them geese and ducks and 
Yeah, speaking Something of cornfield, like did you hear about those hunters that uh, fell off in that cistern? The dog got I in did. it first. Up there around I Austin, did. they were hog hunting at night, cornfield. Yes. And uh, then one of the hunters jumped in there to rescue the dog, and they were overcome by that, uh, you know. It's some kind of gas. I don't, sulfuric I don't know. Sulfuric gas, like, you know, from the. They claim that that water got that messed up in that cistern, you know, from other animals falling off of it and decomposing in it. And then the other two hunters, a guy and a gal, ended up taking their clothes off to jump in and help them, and they were all overcome by it. And uh, you just, yes. that, I mean, that's something you don't expect. That's just, I mean, you just, uh, you never hear about it. That's just so bizarre. It really is. That is the strangest thing. You know, I heard, I heard that, I guess it was yesterday. I heard that and it's like, goodness. I mean, you hear of the, you know, those old cisterns and stuff, but you don't hear them where they've got that, that gas build up in them where, where it just it suffocates you. I mean, that's basically what happens. So, so the dog, it got the dog first. I guess that fellow jumped in there trying to get his dog out, you know, cause he quit hearing it or whatever. Yeah, what I understand, the, I understand the dog was a bloodhound or something. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I just, mean, I got these old beagles and walker hounds around here. That tell so boy, if they get off in there, that that nose will get them in some trouble. But I mean, it's, it's it is strange that you fall off at something like that. You know, it's you know, it's like those old water wells you you hear about years ago, where you have things falling off in that and the old water wells and stuff. But but uh, most of those have been covered up over the years. It's just it's been so long since I've heard about something like that. It's it's unreal, and then you hear about it in the middle of a cornfield like that, and no one really knows it's even there. So that's that's something that's kind of it's it's out of the norm anyway. And you, when you lose a dog and three people too in there, it's like goodness. I mean, it's and there ain't like I say ain't no telling what other animals have been off in there over the years that, that caused all that to happen and all that build up to happen. So. It's, I don't know, good night. That's, that's a horrible thing. I mean, I ain't losing any critter out there, you know, especially if I'm running a dog on, on anything, whether it be a, a coon dog or a hog dog, it don't matter because you, you spend a lot of time with those animals, you know, getting them trained up and, and stuff like that. And then you run into a situation like that. Uh, the dogs don't know how to handle it. You don't know how to handle no, it. No, it's just, uh, that's just a odd thing. Real quick, before I run out of time, I'm almost out of time with you, Richard, but I had a listener text in wanting to know how you got that Vibrio. Well, I went down to San Luis Pass right there where Chocolate Dumps in the intercoastal, and me and Captain Morgan were real good friends back then. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we, you know, we just went out there fishing, and we, you know, we weren't, I never got out of the boat. It's me and a buddy of mine. He had a 24-foot Bay Ranger, and it was me and him and about. Uh, daughter and son-in-law my wife and there's six of us on the boat and none of us ever got out of the boat but we'd been running around there like say you know drinking a little bit and stuff like that and my wife liked those crabs and everything so we had always had three crab traps i'd throw out every time we'd go down there so we'd throw them crab traps out and right there where chocolate dumps in intercoastal i pulled one of them up and it was had a bunch of that silt and mud on it and it was a uh, Weekend after July 4th of 2010, we usually went on July 4th weekend, but that weekend, the July 4th weekend in 2010, it rained a lot. So after it rained a lot, I said, well, foot, we'll just go next weekend. Went the following weekend, well, that allowed the sediment to stir up and stuff like that. And then, like I said, we pulled that crab trap right there 
at the mouth of Intercoastal and Chocolate. Uh, it had a bunch of silt and stuff on it, and I guess that got on my foot, and I actually had five fire ant bites on top of my foot, and that I guess the mud got on it or whatever. Yep. And That's within 24 hours, system. yep, within 24 hours, I'm I, like 7:29 a.m. I'm feeling perfect. I mean, absolutely fine. At 7:30, it went from feeling fine to running a fever that was went from 102 to 106, wow. and that was for the first 12 hours. And then I went to the hospital after that, and it just it was a wild ride for the next six weeks in the hospital. Unbelievable. So, it, it absolutely is. You never know, brother. I, no, you never know. It's just a week in the news. Richard. Is what it well, to. I, I wish I had more time. I got to run. But if uh, somebody wants to call you, how do they get a hold of you? Give them some info, my friend. Well, Mickey, anyone can get in touch with me at 936 661 7920. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dudes Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishdudetx.com or just check out the webpage, fishdudetx.com. And you're real lucky to still have a foot. Without yes, sir. Even be alive. There ain't That's no it, dog. diabetic most of the time. You don't survive it. No, not at all. All right, buddy. Richard, have a good one. Take care. Yes, sir. Y'all too. See you, man. All right. All right. All right. Now let's run over to uh, Matagorda. Let's check in with Captain Charlie P this morning. Charlie Paradoski, what's up, man? Morning, Mickey. What's happening? Oh, man. Just uh, going through the motions. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Survived Same here. Another, survived another Astros game. Man, where did John Singleton come from? Good Lord. Mm. Man, I'd like to see some more of that. Boy, that, uh, you know, he didn't have to do much to uh, outdo Abreu, but, uh, boy, that'd be nice to keep this kind of hitting going on with a first baseman. Boy, we needed that. That was a shot in the arm. Yeah, it was It was a slugfest last night. I I fell asleep toward the end. What what the score end up? Eleven to three. They they scored one three. more in the eighth. I mean they let up. Dusty pulled you know Tucker out and Bregman out and put in McCormick and and you know just kind of resting some guys, sitting them down and not trying to run the score up, being civilized about it. Yeah. Yep. I uh, I hope they continue it. I think they will. Good time of the year. Yeah, this good baseball. Can't run go right fish here. and watch the baseball, man. That's it. Nah, ain't nothing new over now. here. Nothing new over here, Mick. It's the same old uh, doldrums. Yeah, not much going rigid. on. Not a lot. Not a lot of people fishing either. No, but it's always like that this time of year. Yes, yeah, school starting back, and you know. A lot of a lot of things going on that uh, fishing is not their top priority right now. Yeah, and the economy being messed up. So, yeah, but I'm, it I'm is watching the news. They trying to tell me how good it is every day, how inflation's yeah. going down. And I go to the grocery store just in one week, everything went up a dollar. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy, good, man. It's nice. It is crazy. Man, you're talking about that uh, Vibrio. I just, I'm puzzled on that stuff. Uh, you know, that year that we had that, the last big drought like this, when uh, when I, uh, I had Ken Kramer get it on with me, eight people came down with it one weekend in Port O'Connor. I know it. 
and that, and that was during a drought like this. Right. I hadn't heard you know? of anything this year. I'm sure well, there man, has it, been a case or two, but I mean, it's not hadn't been very public. No. Or through my loop, anybody I know. Same here. Same here. Never have figured that one out. Keep it away. Yes. Yeah. No, it doesn't look like there's any weather changes uh, in sight for the next couple of weeks. No, it's... I don't uh, see any changes at all. I'm with you. I just... uh, I know that's far outreach to look you know the way texas weather is it can change overnight but uh yeah we've just been in this uh same pattern for a long time now i'm sure the fish are sick of it too yeah you know i think that uh <clears throat> once the weather changes we'll uh we'll start catching more fish but you know, there's a lot of dead water out there. What fish we're catching are all in the same areas. Same here. I mean, it's, yeah. it's going back to the same same till every time. I mean, nothing different. Same old, same old. But I hadn't fished this week. I got to fish tomorrow. And right now, just a couple of trips a week, you know, till we get into September. Right. Yeah, everybody will get real busy come fall. Yeah. Nothing else new. You still uh, crabbing a lot? No, I ain't even done that this year. I'm waiting for it to. I'm waiting on fall for that, too. That's when it's the best. Yeah. I hadn't even asked the crabbers how crabbing is over here. I talked to talk guy. To he said it was off this year. That it's down a lot from last year. I'm sure this high salinity's got something to do with that. Probably does. You know, crabs like fresh water too. Yeah. Yep. Other than that, I just don't know. Not much going on, man. No. Not much going on. Well, the baseball's good right now. I'm enjoying that. Yeah. Especially last night. I think we had 15 hits. Wish we could do that every game. And and that team's got the potential to do it. I mean, how do you pitch our lineup? I mean, you're an opposing pitcher, and you step and Look at Altuve, man. What a tear he's been on since he came back from that injury. He's batting near 400. Yeah. If he had been injured all year long, uh, no telling where he'd be right now. No telling. That is a good ball player. He's just a little spark plug, man. Always has been. Pure hitter. Yep. Sure glad we got him. Yeah. Jordan's kind of in a slump right now, but uh, I can't wait to see him come out of it. Do you see Jordan's face when Singleton come back to the dugout after that second home run? They were just smiling. <laughs> He's just looking like, man, you're taking over. You're you're taking over my spot. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come through. Those were Jordan bombs last night. Good lord. Yeah, buddy. Well, I think it's a 
full alert in the league don't throw throw uh, inside to Singleton. He can turn on it. They're going to be pitching him away night. now. He's going to have to start hitting them to the Crawford boxes. Yes, sir. That guy's been through some rough times the last eight and a half years. Cut by us and then picked up by some, you know, Milwaukee and then back. He played in the Mexican League in 21. I mean, he was. Yeah, he was a first round draft choice, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was supposed to be big time. Yep. Oh, yeah. well. Maybe he is now. Maybe he's. Uh, got it together he's got a quick Maybe bat so. i know that man that guy he can turn on it quick fast hands yep. all right yes Charlie sir P. well uh you've been watching any of the little league world series well it'll start a little bit you know, of it yeah i've been watching all the regionals and hey needville little old town in needville how about that we're in the world series from over here that's good pretty cool all yes right, sir bro. well somebody wants to call you about fishing while it's slow right now, they can get a get a trip in. How they get a hold of you? Call me on my cell phone seven one three seven two five two four zero one. All right, Charlie. Good talking to you, buddy. You have a good day. Take care, Mickey. See you, man. All right, that's Captain Charlie P. It's our top of the hour break coming up. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio six ten. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 